Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. Today, I am speaking with Ms. Sophie Howe, CEO and co-founder of Zesto, an advanced computer vision AI startup that was born at the University of Toronto. Zesto has built a 3D sizing tool for footwear that uses an iPhone camera. And in less than three months under Ms. Howe's leadership, the app has secured more than 10,000 users in partnerships in some partnerships with major shoe brands. Shortly, Zesto will launch a direct-from-website extension of the Zesto Fit experience that allows consumers to size themselves as they shop for shoes. Zesto was selected for the first Canadian women-only trade delegations in South Korea in 2020. It also was awarded Toronto's Best Startup in 2019 as part of the Timmy Awards, and it was named one of the Canadian AI startups to watch in 2017 by Newadoc. And before we delve into our interview with Ms. Howe, but when we let's consider these eye-opening statistics provided by the company. 30 to 40% of all four e-commerce purchases are returned because of a sizing issue, and 70 to 80% of these e-commerce returns are due to an improper fit with the average cost of an e-commerce return pegged at 10 to $20. Approximately 1 billion pairs of shoes purchased online are returned uh, due to a fit issue. And also consider that the online footwear industry experiences return rates of approximately 40% versus an 8% return rate in brick and mortar stores. Well, good afternoon, Sophie. Well, let's get started. First, maybe you can tell our listeners how long it took for you to develop Zesto Fit. You know, who's your co-founder? Was it a class project at the University of Toronto? and how much capital was required for its development. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me on. It did take quite a bit of time to develop out Zesto Fit. Uh, there were many different considerations that were, were really important in developing and launching our, our experience. My name is Sophie. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Zesto. My co-founder, his name is Afini, and he has a background in math and machine learning, and he's currently a PhD student at the University of Toronto. We have been working on our foot sizing technology now for a few years. It took a really long time to develop out something that was accurate and reliably accurate, but not only that, but something that people could use at home. Because if you release something that is you know, incredibly accurate, but no one can use it, it really doesn't matter. You're not going to have much of an impact. So what we needed to do was build out something that the average consumer would be able to pick up and within a few minutes receive an accurate foot scan of, of their feet. As to whether it was a class project at the University of Toronto, it was not. Zesta was initially started out of human-computer interaction research and then moved into foot sizing. We realized that there was such a significant opportunity in the footwear e-commerce space. And it was something that wasn't really properly addressed with a really great solution that helped people shop online. Like those statistics that you mentioned earlier, you know, the returns are 40% from e-commerce channels versus 8% in brick and mortar stores after decades of shoes being sold online. It's it's just not something that's sustainable and we're here to fix that. And how, and how much capital was required to start your, to develop your, your app? Have you, have you gotten, have you raised capital for the, for the app development? So we raised a couple hundred thousand dollars a few years ago and have since grown 
grown our business through revenue, through government grants. We have a really strong research collaboration and partnership with the University of Toronto. So we're able to have world-class leaderships, world-class researchers on our team, helping focus on different aspects of the technology, a relatively lean capacity capital-wise. And next I want to ask you, Zobie, you know, how is ZestoFit different? You know, I've seen it in the last maybe five years, several other um, obviously, it's the, the old-fashioned branding device in store that many of our readers at Footwear Insight use still today, Independence. But also, I've seen a number of other apps uh, around and in-store devices uh, for measuring feet. Um, obviously, online, you don't have the, that availability. But how is your app different or better than some of these other things that are out there? So we use the Face ID cameras on iPhones, of which there's over 400 million iPhones with Face ID cameras in circulation. So it's it's quite a significant market in terms of consumers that, that own these devices. So what we built is a reliable and accurate 3D foot scanner that you can use at home. What you might have in store could be a $10,000 3D foot scanner that uh, is immobile. You can't, of course, take it to consumers' homes to be able to do it themselves. Um, and that you find that, that within the e-commerce journey, um, it's not as helpful as it would be in store. And you know, over the last year, there's been a, a significant need for at-home solutions where there, you know, there's complete autonomy over the, the customer in, in performing this, uh, this scan. The solutions that exist that use smartphone devices typically either ask you for your shoe size in a different shoe brand and then compare that size to the, the items that you're looking at and make an approximation of what your foot size might be. Or they use a piece of paper or credit card or little coin and that's not as accurate as our solution is. And what we've built is something that can then soon be accessible from the, the shopping experience online. I'd assume that your sizing app also takes into consideration that sizing in Europe, for example, is different than North America. So it would apply the size for whatever country or whatever um, that is available, correct? Yes. So we would use um, really any size that the, the, the brands would use. So if it's only a European brand, then we would make the size recommendation in the European brand using hundreds of thousands of data points on each of the consumer's feet. So it would be a very personalized size recommendation. And now next, I wanted to ask you that you, you have mentioned that your app only currently works with Apple devices. Is there any plan to roll out an Android device uh, version? Definitely. We started with the Apple devices because the Apple ecosystem is much easier to work with. And Android devices, it's much more of a fragmented ecosystem because each each device manufacturer has their own set of cameras. And it was it would have been quite challenging to tackle everything at once. But what we wanted to do was develop out a tool that worked very well for the iPhone and to be able to demonstrate that to the other smartphone manufacturers to create partnerships with them and expand into their ecosystems. And then are you initially marketing the app globally from the, you know, from the get-go or is the strategy to roll North American consumers or Canadian consumers first? So our app is available almost everywhere in the world. Uh, right now it's not available in China, but aside from that, there's really no bars on who can find the app and download it. And we have had users download the app and use it from truly all corners of, of the globe. It's always exciting when we have a new, we see that a new user uses it in a 
a place that we hadn't ex- expected. But what we really have been doing is initially focusing on working with North American companies and and target it to North American consumers. And your materials set and your materials you say that Zesto Fit allows shoppers to select their own size across 150 brands free of charge. Are those free brands have to agree to an affiliation with your company or your app or how does that work? The brands that we have in our app currently, they're they're not affiliated with the company. What we did was use the official size guides that the brands will put out um, as well as check to them. So we wanted to really verify that the the size recommendations that we're doing are are correct um, and that we would be making the best recommendation that a consumer could possibly have. But what we are doing now is moving forward into a manufacturer's fit where we would work with the brands and receive the the data and dimensions of of the shoes, either through shoe last information or other approaches where we would be able to make a a really great fit using the volume of your shoe of your foot and then the volume of the shoe and make that uh, that recommendation from there. Uh, Also, one other follow up is is there something built into the app so or that the brands that affiliate with you eventually whatever could tell how many consumers use the app to measure their foot and actually it results in a purchase of a particular footwear? Yeah, currently we are able to know who the the top performing brands are within our app and um, be able to identify information around that. So what what's the average size that somebody is when they're looking at a, a Nike shoe? Where which shoes are the most popular in which which areas? So there's a lot of really interesting data that we're able to to gather just around like what are consumer insights? Like what what do they want? What are they curious about? Where where are these people? Oh, I see. And then there's also another app that I've seen maybe a couple of years ago out of Sweden, where I believe after the person measures their foot on the device, a recommendation based on your shoe size, foot size, these these particular styles from these brands would be most recommended for you in the running category, for example. Is that something that your app would do or you're not, you're not going to recommend a, uh, or you're going to recommend certain brands based on their foot size? So we, we in the longer term, we are looking to have a, a very strong analytics engine for making recommendations based on what somebody's looking to buy, for what reason, what would fit their foot the best, and making those that um, recommendation. And But right now, we're just focusing on, like, what are you looking for? And then how can we get you the right size? I see. And, and also, do you, uh, going back to the retailers again, is it important for Zesto to get to forge some relationship with key large retailers like Zappos or I don't know, uh, Decathlon in Europe or Foot Locker to, um, to, or to even famous footwear, for example, in North America to make the app more visible to the consumer as, as, a, as a tool for them to use? Absolutely. So um, I can't disclose too much yet, but we are launching a direct from website sizing tool in the coming months. And that, that tool will be imperative for for retailers that support many different brands in making the right recommendation because they they have particularly high return rates and it's it's a huge cost that does not need to exist and what we really want to do is provide size recommendations and guidance to shoppers that are buying shoes at home that really might not know their size um, we want to provide them as much information around their you know, the, the items that they're looking to buy so that they don't have to go through a, the whole return cycle that many, many shoppers go through. Maybe your Zesto Fit might be embedded on, on the websites of some major shoe retailers down the road here. Is that the idea? Yes, exactly. So retailers and brands. Both. 
sometime in 2021, do you have enough? Can you give me a quarter? Is it going to be full back to school period or? Oh, it'll be, yeah, it would be hopefully by the summer, by early summer. So June, May. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to revisit when you can tell me more about it. Okay. About that. Yes, part of it. exactly. If your company wants to establish ties with foot retailers for both brick and mortar and direct to consumer segments, is there a cost involved with these retailers? How to, should they get in touch with you in Toronto or what's the deal with that? Yeah. So uh, we will be charging on a per recommendation basis uh, or on a per conversion basis of a shoe that we recommend and then is, is uh, purchased. And we are really looking to build as simple of an experience for both the retailer to embed into their website as is simple for the consumer to access it from the website and, and use it. For us, it's our top priority, like I mentioned earlier, is creating something that is incredibly easy for everybody involved. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. Okay. And I just want to ask too, one more question about retailers. Obviously, I talked some about some major retailers with you, but obviously there's many uh, small specialty running shops as well as uh, independent shoe stores in the United States. We talked to many of them. They would be able to recommend their app to their customers who have now slowly during the pandemic been purchased online that would be a viable option for them as well yes so also i I know in your materials you mentioned that zesto app reduces the environmental cost of e-commerce can you talk a little bit about that yeah from all of our research that we've done we've seen some incredibly disappointing statistics in the e-commerce industry around waste and emissions we we know that on on a very high end and i I always hope that this number is is wrong, but on a very high end, up to 85% of returns can be disposed or unsellable, which is is such a significant portion when you're considering that 30 to 40% of shoes that are bought online and footwear that are bought online are returned. But let's say on a low end, like 30 to 40% of returns are are unsellable. A lot of that is ends up in the landfill or you know pieces of the like you know like the shoe boxes or the items and materials that they're sent in. That is all thrown out and these are all pieces of of materials that didn't need to be thrown out if if they had the right fit to start with you wouldn't need to buy two or three pairs to identify your right size if you were confident that okay well you know this this app knows that i have very wide feet and it's making recommendations that that really make sense to me and make sense based on what i've bought in the past what we really really want to do is change the narrative for consumers to more of a consumption a conscious consumption within e-commerce and that you you don't need to order so much in abundance when you can just get the right size from the first time and a lot of waste is uh, is prevented. Well, finally today, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, what was the most eye-opening thing or statistic you learned when you co-founded Zesto and developed the Zesto Fit? One of the most, exactly what I had just talked about with uh, the e-commerce um, environmental cost, that is one of the most significant costs that we, my team has learned about. There's somebody on my team who would buy multiple items and return the ones that didn't fit. And he had no idea what was happening to these items. He had he had no idea. He just thought like, this is the way that they're presenting that I should be buying items and uh, ensure that I'll get my right fit. And it's, it's just so disappointing that we have been conditioned to believe that the system should be buy and then you try it and then you return it rather than how can we identify what would be the right item for you the first time around. And prevent all of that that waste that might be associated with with your uncertainty in in e-commerce uh, we're not saying that all returns should can be can 
evaporate overnight because of a sizing tool, but a huge portion of returns can be addressed from really great sizing solutions. So that's something that was really quite jarring to to understand the quite quite the what the cost was in the e-commerce industry with uh, with without having these sizing solutions as well. Something that that was very surprising to us is how difficult fit really is, and how within larger companies it's it's very decentralized. Not everybody's able to. Like within a company, it's it's very hard to identify what the right fit for a consumer might be. So that was something that very early on we realized was a very interesting problem to to tackle, and uh, we're very excited to to be leaders in the space. Two last follow-ups, I promise. That is the adoption of your app. Do you think retailers and brands are going to obviously have promote consumer adoption to get to get some traction on that, right? And then and second part of my question is, if any brands are uh, listening or retailers listening to this podcast and want to get in touch with your company about becoming involved, how would they do that? Yeah. So your first question to address your first question, how we, so our adoption so far, we haven't spent actually any money on marketing our app. It's been a, it's all been word of mouth. It's been a a significant need throughout the pandemic. Uh, People are you know, for some people, this is the only way that they really can buy shoes is buying them online. So it's it's frustrating because you don't want nobody wants to deal with returning items. So it's there has been a, a significant pain point that we have been addressing, particularly over the last year. And yeah, so uh, then your second point about how to get in touch, just, you know, we're go to our website, zesto.io and contact us, let us know who you are and what your needs are. And we're really excited to connect. Thanks for participating in the Footwear Insight podcast today, Sophie. And I've been speaking with with Ms. Sophie Howe, CEO and co-founder of Zesto in Toronto, Canada. This is Bob McGee.